0: Welcome back to the Gnome Boys. We've got our episode three recap for... White Lotus here, Dirk and Matt, and back from his spur of the moment stay at a palazzo in Italy. We got Neil joining us again. Neil, welcome back.
1: You know, I just want to be in the moment of the of, uh of the White Lotus, see what it's really like out there.
0: All right, before we get into episode three, Neil, what are some quick thoughts on episode two that you maybe oh want yes, to make yes. sure to get noted? And then um for sure your MVP and LVPs from episode two as well. Sure. Yeah, I get,
1: definitely uh listen to you guys and then so with Greg. You guys were mentioning how I think Hambidge you brought up the point, like hoping that he would hit maybe a good surprise for Tanya. I think potentially, he the one potentially, yeah. yeah. I was definitely on the same boat as that until the end of the episode. I'm like, all right, there's no way this dude's just trash. Yep, yeah. Like, there's yep. no way that's happening.
2: Yeah, and it's like, yeah, nope. <laughs>
1: and then you also you brought up the from last season. You're looking for kind of two people butting heads like uh Armin and Shane from last season. Yep, I was kind of hoping that'd be Valentina and Lucia, but like this past or like uh, it was pretty much only episode one, and I guess a little bit of episode two where that happened, but I, I don't think it's gonna go to the same extent as though to those two from season one. Uh, but no, anyways, so LVP, obviously, I think it's gonna go to Greg. I think Dirk. Did you pick Greg too for that one?
2: Yes, indeed. Good. Hambridge,
1: choice, you did Who'd you have again, Hambridge?
0: I picked
2: Bert.
1: Ah, yep. That, that's a fair pick, too. I uh, don't think I need to go into too much detail while I'm picking Greg there. Um, and MVP, I think I'm going to go with Tanya. Uh, she was just kind of just living her best life in that episode. Just wanted to eat some RO cake in the morning, go on a Vespa <laughs> in the afternoon, you know, eat some pasta with clams at night. And then, you know, it just got all taken away from her. So I think she deserves this one.
0: Fair enough. And any change They're in dead. your in your death pick?
1: Uh, Based on episode two, no, but episode three, I think it will. So I'll save that for yeah. later. Ooh, 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 I like but it. But so yeah, like episode it. two, I'll stick. I'll still stick with Greg here.
2: Greg, so I need to just really quick cut in, um, or say something quick, Hambone, before we get into this. So Neil said, or er, let me rephrase that, Hambone, did you say the same thing as Neil that you kind of wished Lu, Lucia, and Mia were like against each other? I guess.
0: No, I never said that. Or maybe so not, I I, I brought up
1: Lucia and Valentina so- hoping that they would be or, like yeah, the Armand and me, Shane not me, not me, from last me. season.
0: Yeah, Lucia
2: and Valentina. Yeah. Sorry, not me. Did, did you say that to him or no?
0: I might have touched on it, but I don't think yeah, I said okay. them specifically. Um, but I just want there to be some to okay. some. <clears throat> I mean, maybe it'll be fun if they just kind of keep us in the dark a little bit, but you know what we'll see because if it is like a serial killer that like they're kind of alluding to, since there were multiple deaths, mm-hmm. it may not be necessarily an employee and guest or two guests, even so. We'll see,
2: yeah. And no, I just wanted to say that because I think what you said, Neil, a very fair point to think about, uh, in during the second episode, uh, but then clearly it kind of like you know moves away from that, I think. But I, I, the more I thought about it, I guess, um, and I know you're going back to the second episode Neil. so i've had a week now to think about it i hope that uh the locals whether it's mia lucia or valentina whatever rocco even i hope they like band together i hope they're all on the same side at the end of this uh and i just wanted to throw that out there yeah, yeah they, they
0: they, they need more too. screen time i thought i yeah, thought this yeah. week when they opened on valentina like starting her morning yeah. routine oh, I, yeah. I thought okay awesome we're getting yep more valentina's episode and mm-hmm. then we yep. got we got a lo- a, a loner lunch. Yeah. We'll get lunch into it for sure. And then uh, she wasn't alone. Isabella. She had, uh, she had some some cats. cats.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I have thoughts on that as well. So yeah. I'm sure we'll get into <laughs> it. I was hoping we'd see more from her, but it was not meant to be. Um, but let's let's dive in. Um, so the the fearsome foursome: Harper, and Ethan, Cameron, and Daphne. Harper is prepping herself for Ethan, who's going off on one of his morning runs again, and. She's trying to she's trying to change herself for the for the week at least, and she's in this nice little flirty nightgown, and she's trying to act all all happy and, and ready to go, and Ethan comes back and just ignores her. He wants nothing to do with it. I don't get it. Your wife's super hot. You're in Italy. <laughs> made made the same point last week, and and just wants nothing to do with it. My guy, what what is happening?
2: I Neil, I'm sorry. I got to go first here. No, I, go for it. I. I... <laughs> Sorry to laugh, but when that scene happened, I was laughing to myself because all I could think about was recording this podcast, and I knew Hamblin was going to go on a little rant here about like, what is this guy
0: doing? I'm going to do it every time. She's herself out there. It's every time Ethan passes passes up a chance to sleep with his wife. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's not. It's not like when he passes up sleeping with me. I'm not. I'm not going to shit on him for that. It's your wife. You're supposed to do this.
1: And like, she's clearly been taking notes. You know, she did it after he's on his run. That's what he said. And yeah. He did she's it in the mor- morning. Him, yeah. That's what he said. And she's like, all right, I'm going to do yeah. it what he wants. Yeah. Nope, she's trying. Just she's putting herself out there and it just like, ignores her in general. I'm sure. Well, doesn't ignore her, you know, like, but like just ignores that part yeah. of doesn't engage.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like if Super you think about yourself
2: doing like doing that too, putting yourself out there and all that, like that would for me, it's like that would be hard. And then when it's like immediately shot down, it's like, oh, man, that's like hurts my feelings it's for like, sure what else what else do i do yeah and like i feel bad laughing but i just was like i know hamilton's gonna go off on this and you're totally right too because it's like oh man like ethan two yeah. days in a row you know essentially it, it seems like i guess two days in a row yeah I, episode I, I, of this th- one, I think but... they're going day by day because it's oh wait, yeah, yeah that's I, I, I think figure, it's but... i think
0: it's seven episodes so it's probably going to be an episode a day yeah, right, right yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: perfect so yeah it's like two times in a row now two days in a row it's like ethan and this one like he almost seemed mad like he was so like quick to just go right to the bathroom and shower or whatever. I don't know. He was like he's a, he um rubbed me the wrong way that scene I think uh with with her, you know, putting herself out out there and actually uh trying trying you know to spark some some love between the two.
0: Yeah, cuz then she goes on to say after and to her credit she kind of brushes it off doesn't you know, get on him for for passing it up or anything like that. Yep. She just says she's going to be so good today, friendly, fun, life of the party and Ethan just kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll see. Okay. In his very kind of awkward mm-hmm. way, a little bit about him. And so she tries her new personality at breakfast, and Cameron and Daphne clearly notice. And I couldn't tell, see what you guys think. If they so they kind of give each other like a glance. And I couldn't mm-hmm. tell if it was, oh, look at this chick. What is she doing? Or that's kind of sweet that she's actually trying that. Do you guys do you guys get a feeling either way? What uh... they thought or
1: yeah um no that's a good point i i don't think i i don't i'm not sure which way it was going with that
0: i do i know i do know what glance you're talking about though i think it's probably one of each i think i think cameron was like okay sure right. sure thing and i think yeah. daphne appreciated it even if yeah, she doesn't sure. believe it i think she appreciated that she was trying yeah yeah because yeah, you go ahead Derek.
2: yeah so i was gonna say i'm glad i'm looking at my notes now and uh, i'm glad you brought that up i'll pam bone because that was the first thing i had written down was I started to say like, okay, they know she's just like faking it, and then it's like, oh no, it's, she's actually trying. Like I think it was a little bit of each, uh, kind of like you're both saying, but I think at the end of the day, um, it, at least she was trying, and I think they probably appreciated that.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, I think you're right with Daphne because like she complimented her shirt, and then mm-hmm. like Daphne took that in, and she like complimented her headband, so mm-hmm. she like appreciated that.
0: Yeah, I, I like those those as a twosome. I think they could. They had some moments this week, which we'll get into a second here, but I, I like them together. So so Daphne says she wants to go to this town Noto, to sightsee and shop. Um, she says it's the one thing she really wanted to do, which she told Ethan, and she wants to get Christmas presents. Um, always in for some Christmas shopping in July, in Italy at least. And but Cameron says he already he already put booked jet skis, doesn't want to go. So Daphne says she'll go by himself, go by herself and unless Harper wants to come. And at this point, she kind of has no choice but to go, whether or not she wants to. And you can see Ethan kind of give her that look, like "You got yourself into this, so you have to do it." And I'm gonna enjoy watching you kind of swim a little bit. But but she agrees, and so we've got we finally got the two separated. Which, if you've been watching the the next time on, um, clips, we we knew at some point they got separated. Yep. Um and I think we haven't seen anything past this, at least for this group, if I'm I'm remembering right. Cause like the pool and the Molly Molly line from Lucia later on all happens this episode. And, but this, this is where, where we're going to, and we got, we got got some shades of it, a little little tease of it where things can finally get wild. It seems like for, for the back half of the season.
2: Yeah, this is a great, uh, like almost stepping stone episode. I think for the, like we're, we're starting to zone in on, uh, some crazy stuff coming up here yeah um, but I, what, what say, I
0: love i oh, love. sorry go ahead
2: yeah i was just gonna say i wanted to say one thing um that you had mentioned hambone about uh like that the breakfast conversation between them i thought that was a great example uh of uh, another one of many in this episode of the writers and, or there's the dialogue i guess in general um really like making you feel like you're a part of the scene when they were like what ethan looks at That Harper and it's like what you said I'm like you got yourself into this he's like kind of smirking and it's like Harper's like oh shit like you know I I have to say yes and it's like just you know an an unfortunate turn of events um you could say for her in a way and uh, I just thought that was like uh it's like you know you're almost with them it's like oh man yeah that sucks like you're she's she's screwed she has to go
0: yeah and what I was gonna say kind of what you had mentioned where it feels like it's kind of ramping up what I love what the season is doing is every episode feels like a step or two up mm-hmm. but without sacrificing the enjoyment or quality of, of that given episode Yeah, because oftentimes you'll see an ep- you'll f- see an episode in a show and it feels like oh this is just this is just set up for next week or the finale mm-hmm. or whatever it might be and this this season is doing both of those it's saying this yep. episode is also very good but also saying just wait for what's to come And so there needs to be a payoff eventually but i I really like how they're kind of stepping stone it step stepping stone it right now
2: yeah yeah i feel like uh with that like cameron's a good example in my mind they they aren't uh like they're developing the characters enough to like in a quick enough way but they still give some context like we were talking last week about cameron um you know it's like well maybe he's just like this like idiot this like dumb dude is just whatever in his own world and they start to kind of, like you said, have one. They're getting to maybe the payoff here soon, but they develop him, I think, in this episode a little bit more of like, what are his ul- ulterior motives mm-hmm. that it sounds like we'll probably get into here shortly? And I think they've done a good job of, of kind of towing that line of um, giving some context, but not uh, skipping over things or, or going too slow as well.
3: Yeah.
1: And then I think Ethan is the same with that too. Like, he doesn't have a ton of dialogue, but this is probably one of, some of the most screen time he's gotten yeah something's happening because i feel like even like episode two i feel like i barely saw him in that one mm-hmm. um but no you kind of you, you know some, something's up with him because like his wife harper is doing all this stuff for him being nice to you know his friends and i don't know he's just still not like being i, I guess i i don't know if you get you no know, guys know what i'm trying to say here but yeah, it's that like there's that like, there's
0: something
2: he's hiding. There's more, yeah, there's yeah. more to him. There's more to him, and you're starting to feel that. Like, kind of
1: like, like, like she's trying to get all his needs, and but he's just not like showing the appreciation for yeah, it. so yeah, like, like he has um, something on his mind that no matter yeah. what she does, it's not going to change it. What what that is, we don't know yet.
0: One yeah. thing I just thought of this now, so I haven't thought through of how wrong it could be. But in terms of what Ethan is hiding, do you think there's any chance? Because because Cameron and Daphne talked about or to themselves you know does Ethan regret marrying Harper now that he's rich and all that do you think Ethan is considering or is planning to leave Harper and doesn't want to sleep with her because he doesn't want to get her pregnant right before divorcing her
1: I did kind of have that in the back of my head too um. but then once he was like partying with Cameron he's, he's being very held
0: back so then it kind of Drew me back from that idea too. See, I don't think that on itself would negate that because I feel like he's not that kind of guy to sleep with hookers. Sure, just to mm-hmm. put it bluntly, that it, he it maybe wasn't that he felt guilty about cheating potentially cheating on Harper, or is that mm-hmm. he d- didn't want to do that. But I'm trying to think through what the what the possibilities could be because there was a there've been the instances and there's some more this week that kind of teased some sort of gay relationship or something with Harper. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not Harper. Obviously I'm Ethan and Cameron, Ethan. but then when Ethan's popping on, on the hub last week, it was, it was straight, it was straight porn. Yeah. So not that that negates it, but there's a little push and pull of, of that. But like when, when Ethan kisses, him on the, kisses him on the cheek and calls him baby and babe. Like he can do that endearingly and mean nothing of it, but there's mm-hmm. a few things like that, that I feel like you can't completely leave that out of the, out of the, out of a potential outcome. Right. And yeah, while- I, that, I was
2: just going to jump in and say, I think that um, it's an interesting thought and yeah, YouTube makes some good points. Um, but I guess I, I, I think that it's just Ethan, like Ethan and Harper clearly are great together with like their communication and, you know, they, seem to are very honest and trust each other, like all that kind of stuff. But like the, on the, um, like physical, sexual, I guess, side of things, it seems like they've been hinting at that just hasn't been a connection for, for a while now. And I think it's just my opinion, I guess, is just, it's more of like that. Like it just, that just hasn't been, they haven't been connecting on that level. It seems like before, um, even getting to the white Lotus hotel, a resort, um, not a hotel. Come on now. It's a resort. But uh, it's like, I I just feel like it's more hinting at that. And it didn't, this episode didn't give me as much as many vibes as last episode, especially, but I felt like that part of it, of them, of their relationship was going to turn into like Cameron and um, Daphne, like being swingers and like trying to like, you know, hook up with them and like that'll like, whatever, give them a spark or something. I don't know now after this episode, but I do think it it's more related to just like those two Ethan and and Harper just not connecting on that level in my opinion.
0: Yeah, this is definitely something that I'm certain will continue and Yeah, yeah, definitely. Whether this plays into the death or deaths, it's going to be one of the major points of the finale or maybe the penultimate episode in what is what happens with them. Um so we got the two couples splitting up, so Ethan and Cameron, um they get to, as Ethan says, wait, no, that's later on. Um, so Cameron and Ethan are just having some drinks before they go jet skiing. Always a good idea. And and e- Cameron's kind of chiding Ethan because when Ethan sold his company, he didn't give Cameron a heads up. You know, just a little insider trading. <laughs> no big deal. Just just a little illegal there. Yeah, little Bernie, that, as said. Uh, yeah. Did
2: that did that bring you two back to I believe it was episode it was definitely episode one when Harper is in the hotel room? Uh, finally alone with Ethan and she's like he wants something from you and it immediately brought me back to that I'm like How-? she's right she was right I'm yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Right. and this absolutely, is where that's where he drops it yeah yeah because yeah. that cause then um Cameron says he wants Ethan to invest his money with them. You know, we make people money bro I think is what he said. Yeah um, oh, so which is which is see. what she you wants your financial advisor to say.
2: So cringy and And scene.
0: Ethan you can't really say no in that situation when so he says oh yeah you know we'll have we'll have a meeting you know, he's like, well, sh- we're, he's we're, like, show up, we'll have
2: some drinks, and like, that's it. I'm like, all
0: right, dude. Yeah, business with friends. When it comes to money, that's uh, it's a tricky proposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I doubt we'll get that payoff because that'll come come off island. Um, but that could be the favor or one of the favors. Because I still think there's something there with with Harper and being an employment attorney. Yep. And agreed. Ethan kind of alluded or mentioned that he's got or not even Cameron, he's got lawsuits or allegations or. Complaints or whatever it might be that at at his at his office. So there's yeah a few options for him to go there. Um, I think that was just
2: like a good little like yeah, there's more to these two, like 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 they're not just in their own world being you know whatever they they want some stuff. They're like a little conniving, um in general. And I think that scene definitely proved that.
0: Yeah, and then we'll skip ahead a little bit with with Harper and Daphne. They're going to stay the night out of town. So after that call. Um, Ethan Cameron tells Ethan we're going to fucking party, and and for that phrase and how he was like phrase like acting, we didn't get a huge party scene. We got some for sure, but you know we'll get to we'll get to that near the I end. I think of that episode. party
2: scene's coming next episode. I think it could or, almost yeah. be like a hangover situation, like the movie The Hangover, of like they're gonna like like go back to what happened and it's gonna not be good.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I I think I think we saw. The extent of that night. Oh, I don't think we have. Did you guys they, watch the, the preview for next week?
2: I, I actually have not. So maybe maybe that.
0: Yeah, was there wrong. was one where Staying
1: Harper was like, you know, how much did you guys drink last night? And then Cameron was talking about how Ethan
0: was throwing a lot back or something like that. Well, I was thinking about the part where Cameron doesn't have enough cash to pay Mia and Lucia. Oh, and yeah. And says like, I'll get it later. Don't worry about it. That but, but
1: they're gonna be knocking at their door later looking for cash.
0: Yeah, or I wonder because does Lucia does she have a pimp to put it bluntly? Or is she work mm. or is she working just kind of independently? Like, what if Rocco's her pimp? Like Rocco's got nothing oh, to do.
2: man, I have another thought on Rocco too. Yeah, um, uh, but that'd but, be incredible.
0: <laughs> but so and, and maybe won't be the previous night, but there's gonna be some sort of fireworks coming yeah. up. Um with with that group and then they start talking about monogamy because cameron thinks ethan is going to have or is having women in his dms all the time now that he's rich and successful and big name and he says no but he says doesn't matter not going to do anything and cameron says everyone cheats if they can and we see later on that that includes him um and he has this really big brain comment of monogamy was an idea created by the elites to control the middle class okay guy whatever whatever you say i suppose
1: I mean, it's just the classic person's just going to, going to believe whatever fits their narrative and what works out best for them. You know? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, so Harper and Daphne, they arrived at a palazzo, which I had to look up is just, ba- is basically like an Italian mansion is basically what it, what it is. Uh, Daphne rented it for the night. Didn't tell anybody, didn't tell Harper. Um, I, lo- I love Daphne, just packed extras of everything for, <laughs> for Harper, extra swimsuit, extra toothbrush, extra everything. She just planned for it. Um, And and Harper Harper's talking about, you know, should we feel bad about being here without the guys? And she and Daphne says that Cameron does what he wants all the time. So why can't they why let them have all the fun? And I I really liked what they did with Harper, not Harper, Daphne's episode. Um, We got and later on, too, we get some more insight into their relationship that she's maybe maybe a little deeper of a character Mm -hmm. than initially portrayed. Yep.
2: Yeah. I had that exact same thing written down, um, in my notes, but, but, uh, like I was thinking that, like overall, there's probably more to her for sure. But then, um, she, the last comment, I believe, uh, she had like on screen time, I wrote that down. I want to hear what you two have to think. She, cause I was thinking like, there's definitely more to her, you know, emotionally, like all this stuff, you know, that whole scene, like you said, hand bone. Um, but I want to know what you guys thought about, um, When she's like, when she goes, she said something like, I didn't write the exact line down, but she says to Harper, like, you know, um, I'm not totally innocent or something like that about when Harper's asking her about like Cameron cheating on her and all that. And so I'm wondering, like, do you think that she cheats on Cameron or does she like get back at him in a different way? And
0: what would that be? Hmm, I missed that line. I don't think she says I'm not innocent. I think Yeah, no,
2: it was like something like I've turned the subtitles on to read it and I have mm. written down the actual quote. It was like it's maybe it's not like I'm not innocent, but it was like uh how I understood it was like she does or she there's some things that maybe she does too to make her feel not guilty. So like letting Cameron, you know, cheat on her essentially. So yeah. I
0: wrote down one quote from this actually, and maybe that's what um what we're talking about. So later mm. on, after taking edible at lunch, always a good idea. Did you guys know Side note here that in Minnesota edibles are the only legal form of weed.
2: Yeah, wasn't that like uh like recently? So, um, yeah, like so there were there was, in, there like was some there
0: was some vote where some of the Democrats like snuck in yeah. <laughs> some last minute. Yeah, that's of what of I heard too. It was like And so the Republicans helped accidentally legalize edibles only. Mm-hmm. It's hmm. hysterical. And of course we we have we had Democratic governor. And who has got reelected? And he's very—he's—he's pro weed, or at least not anti weed. He's like, yeah, this is going to stick now because I'm not going to just, just veto this. We're the only okay. state in the U.S. where <laughs> where only edibles are are the legal it's way to consume crazy. it. Pretty
2: It was like snuck in. Uh, but, but wait, let me—that's a good segue. Let me ask you two a question. If you two were in Minnesota and had an edible legal, and you found yourself in that same room that Harper and Daphne are in. Like, would you enjoy that or what would you think? Because I thought that room was awesome.
3: I
1: don't,
0: I don't know that I would.
1: Based off their conversation I'm... with how it was going, probably not.
0: Yeah. I it was mean, kind of a I downer that the, like, like, that the room like, would do you anything
1: look at, like, to the,
2: like, me. Like, there's like, what, like, uh...
1: oh, you're basing up the oh, environment so that they're cool sitting there's in. There's like,
2: yeah, there's like, I'm basing yeah, off their saying, conversation. Saying, sorry, sorry. You're not with them. You're just like, maybe the three of us are there and we had an edible. And it's like a, I just remember, like the uh, imaging on the wall, like the painting on the wall was insane. It was so cool, and then like all those books and stuff. This like old uh, room, but I guess maybe I uh, I'm off the mark here. We can move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a fair question. Um, yeah, so they're talking um, about how you know lots of people change once they become rich or find success, and Harper doesn't really think Ethan's like that, and Daphne's happy that Cameron has a friend like Ethan. Because the guy that Cameron works with, he says are very dark. Bernie Madoff, like monsters, is how she describes them. And Cameron isn't like them. He's naughty, like a little boy is naughty. So either that's a little bit of I'm going to pretend not to know as much as I do know, or maybe some willful willful ignorance there. Because I feel like if he's he, I don't know if he's the if he owns the hedge fund or whatever the company is, but he seems to be pretty high up. And then if you're working with those guys. Successfully, you're probably not. You're probably doing a lot of what they're doing. Yeah, in, it's in personal and professional lives. It's definitely a little ignorance. It's
1: it's like the mom that knows the other kids are doing it, but she's like, "Oh no,
0: not my son." Yeah, that 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 son's a, clearly a, doing it too. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good example yeah. or analogy there. And so then Harper Dirk, this is the part that I'm thinking maybe you were thinking of. um Harper asks Daphne if she thinks Cameron ever cheats, and she says, "Maybe just once." That I know about, but don't feel bad for me. I figured out how to handle it. Like today, I do what I want, so I'm not resentful. Is that what you were?
2: Yeah, but I thought and and was... then she's
0: then she says shortly after that, like, like, don't call me a victim or I'm not a victim. But but yeah. my my take on it was that she'll do things like this. She'll take a day trip. She'll go shopping or whatever, and that's kind of her rebellion I guess yeah. for lack of a better yeah. word mm-hmm. um, to kind of keep things in balance at least in her mind
2: yeah and regardless of what you said like we don't even need to get hung up on that because how you just explained it is exactly like what I was thinking about and at first I thought that what you just said that's exactly what I thought but I don't know like I actually rewound it and watched it again and like the way that she says it or the way it shot or like something and I might just be looking into it too much but it just seemed like there was more um to it and but i like don't know what it would be i don't know that's why it was so interesting to me i'm like is there like not not even saying like does she cheat on him but i was almost like is there like more is she like planning something to get back at it i don't know i just was like really going crazy yeah uh, that's
0: that's that. actually uh um, like, like,
2: like don't worry about me like you know yes yeah, spoiler you know, i don't know just, like, my, and, oh, i just spoiler alert for my for my death
0: pick I'm switching my death pick to Cameron this week. Dude, and it was same. same hundred percent. I think it, we're uh, all in agreement here. Yeah, dude, oh,
2: Yes, yes, yes. No, boys, it's kind of it, it was kind of
1: It was kind of hard not to switch it to him after yeah, the way agreed. he acted this episode. Agreed. And
0: honestly, for me, it was it was less how he was acting and more this moment with Daphne. That the way she was talking was just so kind of ominous and yeah. and, and like, I just, just dark enough the ceiling. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what that's what made me.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Neil, you're in too, Cameron switching it.
0: Yeah, uh that I have that written down here. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. I'm so glad we all uh you know switched. I the think part person. of it
1: too was Greg didn't get much screen time. So <laughs> yeah. it didn't really yeah. add much to want him to keep yeah. him there. Sure, my sure. thing,
2: I guess since we're saying it now, my thing like with Dom, I'm like he has a son. I don't think they're gonna like poor fucking Albie so far. <laughs> you know, he's well then he's like this
1: episode like, was trying to like show that he's his at least his son was guiding him in the right direction and trying to turn it into yeah.
2: yeah. but sorry we'll we'll talk about that later
0: well good timing because we're moving right into burt dom elby and a little bit of porsche um so dom wakes up sees Lucia and mia seems a little disappointed in himself kind of does the the hands on the head the face palm uh pays them and then basically just kicks them out says you got to go i got to fix myself and and they're sad about that and they get to work later on about finding new dates for the week. Uh and Bert Bert sees them leaving Dom's room and obviously knows what's happening. Maybe maybe doesn't know for sure that one or both of them are are prostitutes, but effectively doesn't really he's got, matter. He's got a good hunch. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And um, I, wait, I just want to say one thing. And when you know last week when we were saying, like, you know, you know, everyone's life is different. Or maybe it's the first episode, actually. Like, uh, when Lucia uh was leaving for the like in the morning and Ethan was starting his run, we we're like, you know, everyone's life is just different. You're not? Yeah. 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 So I'm thinking like in, in what you were just saying, like, um, um well, actually, the more I'm thinking about this, I don't need to go on a rant about it.
0: I think no, you do. Fine. You built it You're up and said this. nothing. No, you, yeah, can you, edit, you, you can't just leave out. us hanging now.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay.
0: Well, now I'm just flustered. I'm just rattled right now. But anyway, I guess I guess we'll move on after that to that tease. Yeah, you should cut that. You should add to that <laughs> Don't think so. Sorry. That's, this is all stain. This is all stain. Uh so LB joins Portia at breakfast. Uh tells her he wanted to keep hanging out last night. He she says he should have. He didn't want to risk making her feel uncomfortable. And that she thinks that anything he should go in the other direction. And I yeah, so and this this plays out later on, too, that Porsche likes LB, but doesn't he's not really fully doing it for her that she wants wants something more for sure yeah yeah Um, so we'll see what happens happens with them and this new mystery mystery honky guest that goes swimming later on that was just so weird oh my god so there real quick there there were when i did those like character bios or quote-unquote bios that had like a sentence each on episode one um there were a couple people listed that we hadn't seen yet so i'm i think The guy in the pool is one of those actors who's gonna. Okay.
2: Wait, do you think that? Like, like you really do think that? I do. Yeah. Okay. And Neil, did you like? I didn't. I didn't think about that too much, but like that guy, I, I, there probably like should be hopefully more to him because if not, that guy was the biggest just like weirdo in the world. Well,
1: it's just like the lines that he had. Yeah. Like, like, did did I hear this correctly? He's like he got in the cold water and he's like oh i have sensitive yeah. nipples like what? yeah dude yeah <laughs> Who yeah, yeah. And then, the yeah exactly and
2: then it's like you know elby comes down the whole scene for whatever like let's say it's three minutes long mm. elby's down there, like they're kissing whatever and he's talking oh he's such like, an whatever. awkward kid. and like such and awkward. you're telling me this this dude is just like treading water just staring at them and then it's like the second they leave he's like oh, rolls his eyes and starts I mean, swimming laps. i'm like bro like any normal person would either swim laps or like get out of the pool like what are you doing you i will say, i would up.
1: say in, in his defense Mid kiss, Portia kept looking over at him. Yeah, so, it, uh, but that also little, could be yeah.
2: because he was staring at her for like uh, I, know, I think
0: we
1: know that's not the truth.
0: I think she kind of wants the bad boy. I don't know, I man. And I mean, as, we, think, as we as we all know, that that tattoos she wants a bad boy, a bad but that
2: boy. guy's a weirdo. <laughs> Lol Hambo, that was a good one.
0: That but if, I do if, think
2: that he's a weirdo
0: and she wants a bad boy. And bad boys can be weird. We're weird weirds can be bad boys. So we'll see. We'll see.
2: Um Okay, wait, hey, I gotta say it. I, okay. I thought about it more. I, I'll say it quickly. All right, let's do it. When you were like, uh, when Dom woke up and he, you were like, he does the face bomb on his head. Cause he looks over at, uh, at you, Uh, I was thinking like, like that whole situation. Like, obviously I'm, I've never, um, had yeah, that situation happen to me. But it, when I think about like, you know, you wake up in college, maybe you had a little bit too much to drink the night before. And like, you like look around and you're like, whoa, like you're, you're like in bed at your, in your own room, but it's like, whoa, like I'm very, hungover. And, uh, like you're very foggy, you know, you like drink some water, like, oh my goodness, you hit face palm. So like when I, when Dom did that, it's like this dude, like he doesn't even know what happened. It seems like last night. And like, you know, he, he looks over at Mia then after Lucia and then he's like, oh my goodness. It's like, that's crazy for my brain to like wrap it. Like for me to wrap my head around that situation was just crazy. Like he doesn't even have any memory. It seems like with Lucia and Mia. And so like, this I isn't just like a college like experience of like I drank a little bit too much last night like this dude has a
0: problem. It, I thought really he remembered like, exactly what happened and that's why yeah. He yeah. Well, well, I
2: mean, but I mean, like he passed out and then like woke up. He's like, oh man, like yeah, I was with Lucia. And Then he looks over, he's like, oh, I was with Mia. And he's like, oh, like shit, I shouldn't have done that. It's kind of how I took. Well, that. As, as we learned and later I, on,
0: he he wasn't with Mia, and I I think he knows that.
2: Oh, is that me the, uh, no, wait, is was that not Mia on the? No, it was her on
0: the coach, but she didn't do anything. But She, well, she yeah, passed right, out before right he but
2: could i'm saying anything. like so, he wakes up and he's like my, i guess my whole like uh point of saying all oh, this is like it isn't like you wake up in college or whatever it is and it's like oh i'm like hungover, like i, I genuinely like went out and had too many beers or whatever it is it's like this guy well, like he has a problem like he wakes up he's like oh man like i said i wasn't gonna do this with these women and now here i am doing it. like it's like this is i don't know it's just like very like i like it's like this dude is not okay
0: and yeah said, i mean like well, yeah. when you said before if he does have a sex addiction it's not you can know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, right, right, right. You might just right, be yeah. powerless to it.
2: Yeah, I just thought like when you said the the face palm on his head is like, yeah, that was a realization for him, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so Bert kind of chides chides Dom about about the girls, and Dom tries to play it off that, oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but Bert obviously knows, and Dom can. Tell that Bert knows, so he just says, eh, just don't say anything to Albie." Um, so the the Bert Dom dynamic is isn't an, an interesting one, especially when you consider their father and son. Yeah, doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Um. So they're they're at breakfast. Um. is talking to Albie about how she feels. You know how she hates her job, needs a new job. She she was feeling so depressed at home. Hope coming to Italy would make her. She says feel something. And this is the the at least the second time we've had some sort of allusion to mental health with her. Because um, because earlier in episode one, she says, you know, maybe, maybe I should up my meds. Maybe it's episode two, whichever one it was. And then we see her later on steal some pills from Tanya as well. So I feel like that's got to be building to something. What? I really don't have any guess what it could be. But there's there's something there that she's going to seemingly do something self-destructive, it sounds like it for my money at least
1: yep and i I do i think that was episode one uh but and then not to get ahead of ourselves here like when she's in tanya's room after they had the psychic come over looks Mm -hmm. like she may be stealing some pills of some sort from tanya yeah i could have read that incorrectly but
0: no yeah they don't they don't make it known what pills they are like i i couldn't make out the label Mm -hmm. um but she's definitely taking something from her so then they're at breakfast, and Bert is saying he was he was planning a tour because he was couldn't sleep last night because there was too much noise coming mm-hmm. through the walls. Which, once again, five-star hotel, get some better walls. Come on, I, I'm begging you. It, yeah, couldn't agree more. And yeah. Bert basically plans the perfect day as far as I'm concerned here. Um, a tour of the godfather locations. This is your perfect Italy day. I would be all be, Sorry, So LB. Spoiler alert! LB is getting my LVP point this week, specifically because of his Godfather opinions. Which
2: (laughs) that is so funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's. I'm trying not to laugh, but the second Neil
2: giggled, I gotta let it out, man. That is, I love you so much, Hambone. That's the most on point, Hambone lvp i love it i love that i'm no, kind of upset you...
1: myself for not yeah thinking
2: dude, that and would do that. i, I so like oh now that you say it, it's like yeah why did, yeah exactly now why don't we think of that everyone's gonna say that that's it, it great, should that's have been, been the most be. the,
0: the most obvious obvious pick yet because yeah. Bert's talking about the godfather being the best american movie ever made also yeah. not quite right it's the best movie ever made full stop but at least Bert's on the right wow, track i yeah, am a better and than 2 e doggy that... Are we talking to Bert or Hambridge right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, dude. And Albie just LB just goes on this stupid mini rant saying they're nostalgic for the solid days of the patriarchy and how men are emasculated by modern society and that's so why they like The Godfather. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. it's a perfect movie. I I liked you, episode one and two. Even up until this moment, I'm done with you, my guy. Yeah, done do you with all, you. Do you also people... think he's brainwashed from Stanford or... Oh. Could be, could be. I feel like he was probably <laughs> lean, leaning towards that mindset before he went to Stanford. Yeah, man, um,
2: don't you think people should be able to think for themselves though? It's not, this isn't like the handbone bone world, you know?
0: I have no problem with someone not thinking The Godfather is the best movie ever made, which I disagree with, but he's basically <laughs> saying it's not a good movie.
2: But he can think that though. It's subjective as he, somebody told me earlier today. It,
0: most, most art and movie opinions are subjective. Saying The Godfather is bad. Is that's just a wrong opinion? Okay, just no, for wrong.
1: future reference, yeah.
0: One, one, uh, of, one of very few cases where I'll take a, a firm stand <laughs> on on something. You can you know, it doesn't have to be your number one of all time, top ten, but it's got to be. Yeah, that's a good movie at a, yeah. at at the at, at a minimum. So yeah. LB, I was on my poking, shit list. He's the only bear. member, poking the right he's now. only the the only member on my shit list right now, but he he's there and he's my LVP. Right. Screw that guy. Um, I think
2: that's fair. Uh, I'm sorry to poke you, Hamber.
0: Oh, no, i poked me.
2: <laughs> I do just want to say one thing about that scene that, and, and I, I'd love to hear what you two think that um, like the very end of that scene when LB is like, you know, really going off. And then Bert, I wrote, I actually did write the coach on this time. Bert looks at LB after LB's like, you know, he's like, you don't know, like, I don't think you understand, like, grandpa, like, I don't think you understand how you, like, come across sometimes, and Bert just looks at him and pauses, <laughs> and he's, he goes, yeah, it's, like, you sound like some, one of those, one of those people that's, like, I used to respect the old, now the reminders of the past that people want to forget, and I felt <laughs> like LB was about to, like, you know, pour his heart out of, like, Grant, like, I love you, but, like, you come off, like, mm-hmm. not appropriate sometimes, and and Bert just was, like, nah, shut it down right away, <laughs> yep. and I, that just killed me.
0: Uh, do you think there's any any foreshadowing of so the fact that this scene happened at a major death in The Godfather um, when Michael Corleone's wife blows up, literally blows up in a car? Um, not necessarily that the explosion death is a foreshadow, although maybe it is, but do you think there's any... That's another case of maybe reading too much into something, or is there maybe something there that there's going to be like a, a husband wife conflict or something like that. Or that someone's spouse is going to be the, the the dead person from the from episode one.
2: I love that you made this connection.
1: I mean, I didn't think about that. Yes. Yeah, at the
0: time being watching. Now that you say it, sure. Yeah. I see that.
2: Like, like I hope that happens.
0: All right. And it's about, it's about this time when Tanya calls Portia, forces her to come back to the hotel. Fears that she left the hotel after telling her to stay in the hotel. Nightmare boss, this woman. Na- absolute nightmare. Um, and then yeah, so right before when you're talking about the the Bert and LB conversation, LB thinks that maybe Portia made up the call to get away from them, and then it led into that that little moment there. Um and then yeah, so at this point, oh, this is when they go back to the hotel, the restaurant for dinner. This is when Dom finds Lucia and Mia and tells them he can't meet up with them for the rest of the week um, or that night and probably the rest of the week. And Lucia is, is heartbroken or wallet broken. One of the two. So on to Tanya and Greg and a little bit of Portia. Um, Greg just packs as Tanya watches from her bed. And again, Greg just being being a shitty husband, shitty person. And he says he's going to be gone for two days and then plans to come back. Do you think we're going to see him again in Italy? Oh, absolutely. There's no we way his, his story's over here. Okay. I, I I agree. I just want to see mm. if there's maybe maybe a hot take on the table. But that's fair. None to be had right now. Um so so Tanya, Tanya's crying at breakfast. She tells Greg he would stay if he loved her. She offers probably not insincerely, or probably not sincerely, to get rid of the prenup would make him stay. And then did we know Greg was sick in season one? Yeah, I think, so, like towards we, the
1: end, we do find that out, I believe.
0: Yeah, I thought so. And so he says, you know, Tanya found found in these doctors gave basically a second chance at life and she's worried. And this is actually, I think, a a fair thought to have that she's worried that once he found out he had more time, he maybe realized he was "quote unquote" stuck leaving that extra time with her that realistic or, or not realistic, likely or not, I think that's not unreasonable where someone thinks they're dying mm-hmm. and then they find someone that they can have fun with for the remaining six months or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Why not do it? But it maybe isn't someone you want to spend the rest of your life with if you have years left. So I think that that might be a fair read on the situation. You know, we'll see, but she might not be too far off base there.
2: Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll, all I will add to that, which <clears throat> we'll get into, I'm sure more, but um. I think it's a fair point, but I also think after this episode, um, uh, you know, Tanya in general is, I genuinely think in her own world 24 <laughs> seven. So I think, uh, well, that's a fair point. Um, I, I just, um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about Greg and I hmm, will find out more soon, I guess.
0: So you don't know how you feel about Greg?
2: Yeah. Like I hated him after the second episode. I really did. But the way, like in general, Tanya was this episode, I was like, oh man, kind of what you said, like this guy, I'm not saying it's okay, but it's like, he thought he was dying. And then, you know, it's like, he's, it's his, it's his own fault, but it's like, he married Tanya and he's kind of finding out more that Tanya is just in her own world and just doesn't care about uh, a lot of things. It seems like, or, or people, I should say. And not only that, but um, <laughs> when she's like, like, I was dying at some of those scenes again, even though she was annoying. Like when she's like, I th- four, four marriages. I thought it was three. And she's like, he, Greg's like, yeah, Tanya, you're the fourth. And she's like, <laughs> You know, it's like, oh my goodness. She's probably doing this 24 seven.
1: Dirk. Yeah. It's quite the flip flop. Cause you were loving Tanya in episode yeah. two. Oh, she's so,
2: so much in episode three.
0: She had some great moments later on too. Uh, with, with, with the psychic. Um, let's see where we're we at here. Yeah, so she goes um back to the hotel, asks Valentina to find her a psychic, asks if she can make a house call. Um, so they get dude. They... That was
2: unbelievable. That was on. That was so Tanya. It hurt. It was in, It was so like great, but I was like, oh my god, I hate this lady. was <laughs> like, just like, I can... what? What yeah, are you dude, trying to do here? Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's like I think that was the scene that clicked. I'm like, I think I hate her. I think I hate her. Like she's like, can you? She's like. Like whatever, she said. She should make a house call, and then Valentina responds, right? And she's like, "I'll be in my room." Like,
1: well, what? then Valentina goes to Rocco in Italian and be like, "Oh, the crazy lady needs a psychic yeah. in her room."
2: Dude, for a second when she said that, I wrote this down too. I, for a second, she's like, "Rocco," and I'm like, "Oh my god, is Rocco going to be the psychic?" Is the, <laughs> that, I was, I was like, ter- "I was like, that would be incredible." That I'm would awesome.
0: be, that would be fantastic. I would, I would lose it. Rocco needs something, something to do, and that would be yeah. a great moment for him. Yeah. Um, so the the tarot card reader is there and and so Tanya's question is have you guys ever done tarot card reading either legitimately or as a joke? Mm-mm. Nope. Spooks me out, honestly. No. One one of our friends a few years back had like a set of the cards. So he just did it like joking just made stuff up one night. It was kind of fun. But I don't I don't think I know anyone who's done it either. Would you ever do it? Nope. Maybe like maybe, you said, too terrifying. Maybe cuz like i don't i don't believe that those work at all but like neil said i might get a little scared of it if it starts getting too too negative or too like dire you 100%
2: you don't believe that it doesn't that nope nothing the tarot cards 100% a,
0: a preconceived made deck of cards that when you shuffle them together no no that they're but then random you just order said when effect. it gets
2: negative you're spooked out so it sounds like
0: maybe i w- might get in my head a little bit but if you said if you believe or not believe, it's not believed, not, not even, not a chance, but I, I have been known to get in my, get in my head over things that, that I shouldn't, that can be a case, but once I had time away from it, no, it's a oh. random deck of cards. That's all it is. Um. But anyway, so she goes, she asked, she asked um, if her and Greg's marriage is going to last the card. She says the cards say Greg is in love with someone else that he's being deceitful. And, and, then, and then Tanya just gets pissed at the cards that this is too negative. This is this what I paid this for. This is exactly what would happen
1: if, if you did this for yourself.
0: But she's acting like it's a it's a service that you can like control over, oh, right. yeah. over what that the results was are.
2: so unbelievable to me. It was, it was And perfect. she's like, it was get out, get Tanya. out, get out. She's like, yeah. you're doing it on purpose. And then I just wanted to say one thing no matter if you're getting positive or negative vibes or just in the, doesn't matter. The last thing I would do was touch a tarot card, like touch all their stuff and like throw it in her purse and just be like, get out. Like that's the last thing I'd do. Even if you had the best vibes, you're getting bad juju coming your way now.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, So she, she had just banished Portia to the bathroom <laughs> during this. Didn't let her be in there for the reading. Um, Again, horrible boss, horrible person to work with. And this is when we see... Portia take some pills um and then Tanya's gonna take a nap and harper tries to leave and she says oh no don't go you can just stay on the couch read the new vanity fair
2: <laughs> dude like she's so funny it makes me laugh so hard but she's oh my god what like an if you, asshole if
0: you talk about someone who lives in their own own bubble like yeah. <laughs> like daphne and cameron live in their own bubble it's nothing compared to the bubble that tanya's in she is she is something else in not the best way. Um, then Tanya and Portia go to dinner. And this was actually a, a good moment from Tanya, I thought, coming up here. So so uh, she sees Tanya sees Portia kind of saying or waving to LB I and LB and and she's talking about, oh, you already, you already met a guy here. And she says, yeah, he's nice, but he doesn't. I wish he'd make my heart beat a little faster, I think is what she says. And then. Tanya says don't spend your life chasing emotionally unavailable men and gives her like a brief little pep talk which was maybe the most coherent logical thing she's ever said in season 1 or right now. So I I do like that they made her so ridiculous this episode but then did give her a a positive a little, moment here a little end. redemption at the end there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I thought uh like that was for like a second she um she becomes human but then again she's just brings it back and starts talking about herself and it's like okay <laughs> yeah, well, yeah why are those men staring at
1: me yeah yeah
0: yeah exactly <laughs> it, it's kind it's kind of sad though that it is yeah but she like, sees these men oh. staring at her and she assumes that there's something wrong yeah. like either they don't find her attractive or she's got something on her face or her dresses has a stain on or whatever it might be mm-hmm. and then porsche just like no they probably just think you're attractive or they're yeah, I think she said you. like they're yeah. smiling at Yeah you. that's what she said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so I mean Tanya is messed up for a lot of reasons, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of sadness there. And this was this was like a, a perfect brief encapsulation of, of that. Uh so later on LB and Portia meet up at the pool. LB kisses her being a little more aggressive. Um and I think it was Neil you said it was just an awkward kiss. Oh was, absolutely. that was just <laughs> Like, I I had to turn like, away. Was like, it was being
2: rough. Uh, what do he say? I mean, more aggressive. Which, I think it was. Yeah, and it's it like, oh man, what?
1: Well, he, like he kissed her first and like apologized right away, if I remember this correctly. Yep. and then went in for it again, and then half the time it just looked she's uncomfortable. She's looking at the other guy. It's just yeah. all around is very cringeworthy.
0: Yeah, it was our guy Elby. He killed it day one with her. He was he was nailing it. And now he just he just he just fumbling the bag so hard.
1: I think you're yeah. just upset about the Godfather thing. That's why that's why you're
0: ragging at him.
3: <laughs>
0: I mean, I <laughs> am upset about the Godfather thing, but he's yeah. also completely blowing it. I don't think you can dispute that.
2: I think that the poor guy is like what she said to him. He's taking it a little a little too literally about you know being more aggressive and well like he literally like says kicking... it out loud
1: he's like I'm being, yeah. So yeah, I'm being more aggressive
2: and he's like kicking himself from from the night before like when he uh you know went back to his hotel or whatever and meanwhile like you're saying hand bones, like she's she's like having a quarter-life crisis in general it seems like and so uh it's just right now it's not uh it's not meshing well
0: yeah and i think so we talked about when they went to dinner where LB is talking about how he's the nice guy and the peacekeeper and he's, a he's attracted to the wounded birds, as he said mm-hmm. that if that's legitimate or if he's actually maybe kind of a, a creep in that sense, um, if, if this other new mystery guest does kind of steal Porsche's attention, how is LB going to take that? Is he going to be the nice guy and let it go? Or is he gonna get jealous or get angry and take it out mm-hmm. on either Portia wow. or the guest or both?
2: Hmm. Great thought.
0: So I think that I think there's gonna be a little triangle there. Um, and we'll we'll see what happens with, with that. But that's something to keep and keep an eye on for really sure. I'd say yeah. And then just a little bit uh with Lucia and Mia on their own um, before they meet up with the guys. They just go shopping again. We learned Mia fell asleep, didn't sleep with Dom, said she would have. Okay. Um and then as Lucia is scoping the talent at the restaurant, Mia talks to Giuseppe again, the piano player, says he's a, she's a great talent, he could help her, and she very easily reads between the lines there that oh, so we want to be fuck buddies is what is what she says. You and you think so like, sure. she's
2: right about that? Yes. Well, he cuz he so.
0: then he says, it's hard to be just friends with a girl like you. Yeah. And she kind of plays it off, like she'll think about it and she goes goes back to Lucia. And she's like, nah, no, nah, screw that guy. He's an asshole.
2: I had I so I don't think this is gonna come true, but I just want it on the record, so I have to say it. I think that maybe like I'm saying this because he's had too much screen time for what his character is, if it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe he'll come back and like save her or like save her and Lucia or like something. And it, it's admittedly, like, I'm reaching a bit here, but I'm like, this dude, like, why are we keep coming back to this freaking piano player? Like,
0: you know, yeah, it's me, like. Meanwhile, Rocco can't get on for yeah, 20 Yeah, it's seconds. like, come
2: on, like give me <laughs> on boy Rocco some time. Exactly. Exactly,
0: Neil. No. That's that's a really good thought that he is getting, because he's been in every episode now.
2: Yeah, and it's like and, more yeah. than even just like his face. It's like he's talking, he's doing
0: stuff. Because it, Yeah, it'd be one thing if he shows up, then he's just there playing the piano every right. night. And then he's yep. just a piano player. But he gets. Kind of like Rocco, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Neil, I love that connection.
0: He he gets he gets some lines, he gets some moments, you know, some one-on-one moments with one of the ma- major characters. Yeah, I I hadn't given him too much thought, but I do I do wonder where where his character's journey is going to head in the last few episodes here. Um and then it's at this point where Lucia and Mia meet up with Cameron and Ethan and you know, Cameron very very subtly Says, you know, do you guys like the party? Do you have any party favors? As he's like tapping his nose, like, could you be any more obvious? Um, he has yeah. an itch, and so she said she got pills. starts starts with Viagra, and and Cameron's like, no, don't need that. And then she, <laughs> and then she said, I've got Molly. So they do Molly. Does that guy make you guys cringe? Does what guy? Cameron. That like, scene like, did that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although what I yeah. like about that scene is that he's this really rich good looking charismatic guy but he's kind of a dweeb too in yeah. this moment he was trying to act very like cool and suave but he, it's it seemed like he was a little out of his element there too yeah it makes me cringe mm. and i don't i don't know maybe that's a rare instance of bad writing in the show which there are very few of or maybe bad acting a bad take whatever it might be or maybe it is more into that he has, he puts on these airs that he's this, you know, badass, hardcore guy, but he's not quite all. I mean, he then sleeps with Lucia later on. So there's some truth there, of course, but maybe he's not as, you know, cool, whatever you want to call it, as, as he wants to think he is. Um, but so they take some Molly and as Lucia says, let's fun. Terrific phrase. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Let's fun. So good. Uh, so they start partying, they, they drink, do the drugs. They're swimming, they're falling in the pool, full clothes, all all that, all that telltale signs of a of, of party and swimming with their clothes on. Um, so they go back to, I think it's Ethan's room Then Ethan is kind of very much out of it. He's just kind of sit, standing there, just kind of his head, head his head is swirling around. And so Ethan's either on a bad trip is uncomfortable with what's happening or a little bit of both, would you say?
1: Yeah, I would say a little bit of both, probably more leaning with being uncomfortable. Because he he didn't want this to begin with. He kind of got this forced upon him. And Ethan is just like a people pleaser. He just wants to please Cameron. So it's like, OK, sure, sure, I'll do this. But deep down, he, he doesn't want any part of this.
0: Yep, yep exactly. And that, that comes to a head when Cameron and Lucia are getting started. And Cameron just kind of sends Mia over in a real douchebag move uh to to Ethan and and Mia starts kissing him and he stops it, rejects her, and she just says, Okay. And Ethan at that moment seems a little little pissed off at himself, a little upset with what was happening. Um and that, that ends their their take or their their scenes here. Any any final kind of thoughts on what, what these four summer getting up to? No?
2: Okay, well, I guess or- the one thing I'll say is, uh, I think Ethan, in that entire like scene back at the hotel, like clearly he's on drugs and probably pretty drunk too. I think he was he was uh, kind of, I mean, we both kind of said it, but I think he was just being, uh, you know, quite like introspective almost. And he's like, th- like everything that's happening, like I don't like this. Cameron's clearly like um, leaning into it, I guess. Well, Cameron's just
1: in its element right now. Right, is like doing
2: he's, doing what yeah. he does type of thing, and I think that. Ethan was kind of like looking around like oh like what is happening and uh it'll be interesting to see if more did happen that night or if he just you know is going to have to talk to Harper I guess about like yeah you were right Cameron's like you know <laughs> kind of crazy and not what I thought type of thing and uh yeah I, I guess um I don't know I think I think what you said Neil a little bit of both but I think Ethan is just really like he was just like I don't want to be doing any of this stuff while it was happening type of thing
1: yeah, like Dirk, you mentioned it earlier, where you think they're going to backtrack and like kind of go over what happened that night. Now that you, now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm kind of hoping that does happen because I feel like there probably is something else that happened that night we didn't see.
0: Yeah, I just wonder, but I don't know. And then we we get a little bit with Valentina. It's mostly focused on on her on her job and and how, like, focused she is on work. So she opens up the scene, gets a cup of coffee, and then there's this guy who basically asks her her name and hits on her a little bit, and she just flips out on him, basically saying she has habits every day. And she's just going, she's, ve- she's very clearly one of the first people back at the resort getting the day set up. Then we see her eating lunch alone, cats notwithstanding, Neil, alone <laughs> from, with no human interaction, kind of off, off off campus, if you will. And then she's staying late. Isabella comes up, says, you should go home. She says, I just got work to do. And Isabella says she thinks she works too hard, but she admi- admires her, wants her, wants to be like her. And I thought I sensed something from Valentina's look there that when Isabella said that she disagreed that she's maybe a little unhappy with where she's at in life. You guys pick up on that at all?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think we know enough about Valentina's background to know what that may be. But yeah, I got that sense too.
2: Yeah, it seems like it makes you feel a little bad. It seems like there's going to be more, um, hopefully, coming out. And she seems like a great person, and it made me happy. Um, later in the in the episode, when she got some, uh, she, she had some flowers given to her, so to speak. Because I think there's more to her than we know right now.
0: Yeah, and this is one where they keep teasing a little bit. I need something soon from Valentina. Yeah even even if it turns out that she's a, a horrible person i just need something for her character because she's she's a major enough character on the show and presence on the show with so little time devoted to her i need to have something i need some sort of development with her um but she she what what do you think about her throwing a little more shade at Rocco here dirk where she's talking about to Is- isabella and she goes, i think you and Rocco talk too much but you're a good worker
2: i didn't all like Just echoing you, I need more. I need more, Rocco. Neil, I'm glad you said what you said too. Like, I Rocco is just great. Um, but I, but I think that, like, I guess to answer your question, I have one. I think, uh, I don't know. I, I like to think or I like to believe that by the end of the um season here, like that, she's gonna show more about. She's gonna be more um like loving and caring to the workers because I think she cares about them. I think I think she's a very good person and I think we're gonna find that. I I I would I would agree
0: with that. But I'd, I'd rather have her be a bad person than just someone who gets nothing to do, really. Because it yeah. be interesting. But I, I, do, I do think that she's ultimately going to be one of the better characters in terms of, are you a good person or not?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. That is episode three. So on to MVP, LVP, and death. I already gave my LVP of Albie. Screw you, man. Um, my MVP, I'm going to go Daphne again this week, which, which surprised me. I really struggled with the MVP because no one really stuck out in like a really positive way to me. Um, but Daphne, there's, there's, like I said, there's more depth to her than we maybe realized at first. And she maybe has a little more control over her life than we maybe would have thought originally. Um. And she, she, she's kind of playing the game. She knows how to how to work this, work the situation to her, her advantage a little bit, and maybe know she isn't in the best place, but he's kind of trying to make the best of it. I, I like what they're doing with her. She's, she's growing on me as a character, and I think they might do some really, really cool stuff with her the rest of the way.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I agree. I hope, I hope they do.
0: Dirk, who do you got for your MVP and LVP?
2: All right, so my LVP um, this week is tanya uh she is similar to last week like greg just was annoying like a lot this week and it just kind of like for everything i said last week about greg and all that i don't know she it this episode um for me it just kind of clicked that she really does seem to like just use people and just throw them away if they don't benefit her in any sort of way i think that scene while it was hilarious of like uh talking to the to the like um hotel worker. Like, I mean, you know, she's like, I'll be in my room. It's like, what are you talking about? And so it's just clear. She just is in her own bubble all the time. And I think this episode really like um, was showing that. And it was just bothering me. Um, so Tanya LVP, MVP. I'm going to go, not a person, but I'm going to go.
0: Oh, I love that. Uh, I, already, I already love this.
2: That like the writers slash like cinematography people is my MVP Uh, for when Daphne and Harper were talking together and Harper as we've discussed, was like looking up and says what she says. And it's like that whole scene. And she's like, right before that, she's like, men are just like, it's so funny. They just like go out and they're just so competitive over nothing. And they just actually in reality are just walking around doing nothing. Like they're they're there's, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's going off about it. And then it cuts to this like incredible jet ski, blue water, as blue as you can ever like believe And then it's like Ethan and Cameron, like competing, like going at each other, playing chicken on the jet skis and then like going as fast as they can. And like that whole just like two minutes or whatever it was from like those two talking like a really like in-depth, great conversation, um, meaningful conversation. And then like switching how I did to that jet ski, like competitive, these two dudes just being idiots, being competitive. I don't know. It's just that was perfect to me. Dude, I
0: I completely forgot to mention that that was one of the best one of my favorite lines of the episode. Sorry, Neil, I'm going to cut you off or jump in here ahead of you. Quick, you're good. When she talked about how all the guys are competitive, it's like, yeah, yeah, we're competitive. That's, and we're absolutely we can be friends because of it. This this coming weekend, I have an entire night set up of just random games that I made up in an obscure competition. There's like 19 different games that we're going to play throughout the night.
2: You made them all up.
0: I mean. Hit us with three of them. Yeah, three of them. Um, let me let me pull up the the yeah, document pull it, here. The, pull that spreadsheet up. You got a spreadsheet for these games? Not not a spreadsheet, but a just a, a document with a schedule for the night. Um, did you really make all nineteen up? I mean, I didn't completely make up out of the blue games, but but yes. Um, like there are there are forms of stuff stuff we England. played before. Um so let's see here what's a good one um so so there's one where you have to throw things at a piece of tape that's on the floor there's different rounds with different different items um so there's there's dice cards coins pencil eraser caps plastic shot glasses paper clips and mini bean bags like from have a tabletop cornhole and so the all you have to do is get closest to the piece of tape on the floor with each with with each item
2: Man, I would definitely beat you two at that game. I would, I know I'd beat you two at that game.
0: And then there's, uh, okay. And then there's another one. <laughs> yeah, where, okay, dude. Where I've got, um, so, so, as being competitive, right? I've got some whiteboards, like smaller, like whiteboards. And this is a 1v1 a game where you have to close your eyes and draw as many squares on the board oh. as you can. But the squares cannot touch each other. Any that do, oh. don't count. So then it's whoever has the most, I guess, valid squares wins that game. That one I'm really excited about.
2: Yeah, that, that sounds cool. super fun.
0: And then then there's another one. This is the one we've done before in our group, but I love it. It's it's blind, it's doubles blindfolded Mario Kart. So one person is blindfolded with the controller, and then their partner directs them through the course.
1: Oh, I can get a board with that.
0: Hmm. Dirk's chewing, so he has some thoughts I can tell, though, that he wants <laughs> to get out.
2: You think Neil and I could beat you and Kun at that game?
0: Probably. I mean, I think we could both beat each other at that game. <laughs> hmm. It's We've done it, I think, once. It's it's very fun. It's a very fun way to do it. Um. So, yeah, there are your three games. And I hope... Nobody who will be here on Friday listens to this because it's all supposed to be a surprise. But I don't think I don't think anybody else watches White Lotus. So I think we're probably good. But yeah, the, but back to the point though. That's entire entire night, three to four hours of just nothingness. Pure
1: competition. Just, just games, yeah. pure competition.
0: It's it's lovely. All right, Neil. Uh, back on track. Your MVP and LVP.
1: All right. Lvp. Um, I mean, this was Kind of a low hanging fruit pick. We'll go with Cameron. Uh, just you really saw his true colors this episode, just him being a true scumbag. And I'm just being a scumbag, but just being a bad friend. Like clearly his friend doesn't want to do this stuff. He's really pushing it on him and he's just not taking no for an answer. And on top of that, this was the episode we talked about too, where he's asked Ethan for something. And clearly Ethan doesn't want to invest with him, but he doesn't know how to say no to him. So, yeah, LVP Cameron and MVP. I did not recently change this. I'm not trying to troll Hambage, but I'm going to go Albie for my MVP. (laughs) Reason being is I think he really his confidence really showed in this episode. He stood up to his grandpa and his dad. He had more confidence with Portia. So I just feel like he was coming more out of his shell than what what he's uh, used to doing. So MVP,
0: Albie. Yeah, very true. Interesting. don't like that um i do <laughs> i do love dirk the cinematography pick i was wondering when the first non-character pick was going to come in for either of these and how absurd it was going to be so i'm i'm thrilled that that's on the board now because now i think we've kind of broken the seal and we can get a little little goofy with it um mm-hmm. do you guys want to rehash where we're at with the leaders and losers in the clubhouse right now for points yeah yes
1: i just remembered one one thing i don't think we talked about either okay uh when daphne and harper were in the palazzo did you guys notice the heads in there too how they kept focusing on the heads yeah
0: yeah i don't think we talked about that i've got no thoughts on it other than it happened and they clearly mean something but right i'm i'm out after or I'm out right now on what that means. Yeah. I still don't think they're gonna behead people, but I, I think they might just be the like that story is that the the guy was cheating so mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. beheaded him. I think that the the moral of the story if you will is maybe more what they're going for than the than the literal beheading yeah. part of it. Sure. But yeah, um, definitely definitely worth noting.
2: You Neil know, are you saying too, you like that I think it was when Daphne Harper um it was very quick, but like there was this head, like they zoomed in on a head, and they went to another head, and like the ocean was behind it. That was super cool when that happened too. Uh,
1: no, I was just referring to is like the ceramic heads, like that that were in the yeah. hotel. Is
2: that yeah. what you're talking then, about? Like, well, at one point, I swear, like they like zoomed in on this one ceramic head, and like the, it was like on the balcony almost with ocean behind it. It was mm. super cool. But either way, yeah, that was a great. I'm glad you said that. That was a yeah. There's a point to those heads. We'll find out at some point, I'm sure.
0: Okay, so we have Cameron is in the negative lead, negative three points through three. He'll probably uh, stay down there. Greg has negative two. Mm-hmm. Um, Harper, Lucia, Valentina, and the cinematography all have one. And Daphne has two points, the, the MVP leader right now. A bunch of people have... Um, so so, Bert has zeroed out one and negative one. LB zeroed out one negative one. Um, Tanya is the only one who's gotten mentioned in all three episodes. She has an LVP an MVP and another LVP, um, and a few people still have have nothing on there. So like, Dom's got nothing. Uh, Ethan sure. has. Ethan has nothing. Mia and Portia and Rocco. Poor Rocco have nothing. Um, but I I feel like, yeah, Cameron and Greg are probably the odds on favorites right now to be at the bottom. You know, a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of seasons still left. Um, but I feel like the MVP leader could could swing wildly over the over the last four episodes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree with that. I think we're tracking well.
0: Okay. And then, um, so next week, couple couple notes in in season one, episode four is when Molly Shannon showed up unexpectedly. So I'm not predicting that Laura Dern pops in for an appearance, but she did do the phone acting, yeah, um, dude. You've been l- wanting that since which episode, character? Which right? wait, which character is that again? She's um, season... Dom's wife, she was the one who was screaming at him on the phone in the premiere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if She's going to make an appearance. I'm not predicting it. I doubt it would happen. I feel like they can keep that a secret, but maybe they could. If it's going to happen, a quick two-episode arc, a la, a la Molly Shannon, four or five, then six, seven, as the season ends, she's done. Something to keep in mind. And maybe not Laura Dern, but maybe there's some other surprise guest star that pops in here. Um, but they're real fun.
2: Wait, next, wait, I'm sorry. Really quick. Molly, are you saying Molly Shannon was season one? Yes, was that? Who so that was, was, was she that was Shane's mom. mom. Who? Yes, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, so you're saying there may be someone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: would seem like a good time for mm. some new character of a well known actor or actress to pop mm, in, like yeah. steal a couple scenes, and then and then dip out. Um, again, we'll see. Not predicting it, but this might this mm. be the time for it. But next yeah. week, the real fun, the plan which we had talked about in the premiere, and I, we're going to go for it is to do thanksgiving week so we got some extra free time to play with here we're gonna try to do a recap plus a taste test episode um so if you've if you're coming here just for, for um the white lotus and you don't know what we do before we, we do some taste tests grab a seltzer try to get a new one but the main idea is one that we've never had before the three of us and try all, try all the flavors rank them rate them talk about them and usually what we do is we just we'll do those and just kind of BS about whatever. Um, But now the BS will be replaced by the episode recap and could get messy, which I love in a very good way. Um, I think it's very fitting for this show that we do at least one episode where we're drinking during it. I think that's very tonally, tonally Mm totally correct. Um, But the truly vodka seltzers is what we're going for. Assuming we can all find it. Um, Dirk always has a little bit of last minute theatrics with this. So we'll see if, if tradition holds true. Um, but that's going to be the plan for next week. Same time and everything is the plan. Um, but just prepare yourself for maybe a little bit longer of, a, of an episode, maybe a few more tangents here and there. Um, but should be a good time either way. Any last thoughts on the show, the season? Anything else before we sign off here, guys? No, I don't think so.
2: Yeah, I think we're good. Can't wait for episode four
0: all right um you know where to find us subscribe apple spotify anywhere you listen follow us on twitter instagram at gnome boys pod for dirk Neal. this is matt hambage and we'll see you all next week